A few months ago, something happened to me, something that I can't explain. In this episode, we discuss a mysterious incident. Let's take a listen. Hello and welcome to Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. I am the aforementioned Chris Taliaferro, and thank you, thank you so much for joining me for today's episode, which is going to be a little bit of a weird one. I'm not going to lie, but um, it's a story that I definitely want to share, and it is certainly the type of story that you do not come across that often. In other words, I guess you could say that you don't see it every day. It's a story about a phenomenon that I can't explain. Something that happened to me, something that I saw, that I have no real scientific explanation for. I want to be clear with something here. I am definitely what I would consider a skeptic. As much as I would love to believe in things like the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, or even the Jersey Devil, which I did a previous episode about, I just can't bring myself to believe some of the fantastical claims that people have brought to the forefront over the years in regards to things like cryptids, mythological creatures, UFO sightings, abductions, all that type of stuff. It It's fun to think about and it's fun to speculate about and all that, but... Ultimately, I don't think people are getting abducted by aliens in, you know, the the, the farms of America. I, I you know I, I don't I I don't think that uh, there is a gigantic dinosaur in a lake somewhere. <laughs> but I experienced something. I did. I experienced something that was very weird. And I don't have an explanation for it. And I just thought that, I mean, something like, something like what I saw is not something that you see every day. So even though I'm a skeptic, even though if I were listening to this show right now, I wouldn't believe myself, I'm going to share my story with you. And I want to see if you guys believe it. I want to see if you guys think there might be anything to it. I also really hope that some of you, whether you reach out to the Facebook page, whether you reach out uh, with uh, audio messages here on anchor.fm or on the uh, Instagram page, I hope you guys reach out to me and give me some plausible explanations 
for what I saw. That's that's really <laughs> this this episode is a little bit of therapy. I'm not gonna lie. It, it, I really want somebody to debunk what happened to me because I'm a skeptic. I want somebody to be the James Randi in my life right now. I, if you guys don't know who James Randi is, I'm not gonna get into it. Uh, he he. He, okay, fine, I'll get into it. James Randi debunked a lot of uh, mystics, psychics, that type of stuff in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and I believe even 2000s. I think he's retired now, but I want you guys to be my my skeptical eyes, because as as much of a skeptic as I am, this is a blind spot for me. I just... I know what I saw, and part of me thinks what I saw is what happened. <sighs> you know, it's honestly really hard to explain without just getting into the story. So let's take a break, and I will get into exactly what I saw right after this. So, this was about, I want to say, four or five months ago. I wish I had the exact date for everybody, but I don't. One thing I also wish I had at the time was a dash cam in my car. Because as a skeptic, one thing I always told myself was that if I were ever in a situation where my personal account of what happened would be called into question, I would make sure that I had a camera whether that was a video camera or just a camera to take still pictures. I, I always told myself, I, I'll record it. All these people never record their claims. And again, me being skeptical, that was one thing that always gave me pause whenever someone would tell what would even be sometimes a believable story. I'd say, well, where was your camera? Where was, you know, like... You didn't try to document this in any way? And that only increased, you know, that, that feeling in me only increased as time went on. Because, as everyone listening to this knows, having a camera is not a big deal in 2021. If you have a camera on your person be it a video camera or a camera to take still images, that just means that you're pretty much a normal person because most people have a camera in their phone. And most people have a phone. Um, I, it still wasn't... It wasn't a prevalent thing once upon a time. So I guess back in the day, you, you could give people the benefit of the doubt, but I, I honestly don't know if people are even going to give my story the benefit of the doubt, simply because it happened in 
the cell phone era. It happened in the dash cam era. Again, this this was a few months ago. I might as well just tell you guys the story. So here we go. So a few months ago, I was driving to my night job. And I saw something in the middle of the road that I absolutely cannot in any way truly explain. So I'm driving to my night job. I'm almost there. And in the middle of the road, there's a man. This man was dressed in silver, metallic kind of clothing. The best way I could describe the way this man was dressed is he was dressed as if he were in a movie about the far future that was made in 1981. Everything was <laughs> very silver and metallic. It didn't really look like functional clothing that someone would actually want to wear one day. But it was that kind of... That kind of fake futuristic outfit that... Again, if you've ever seen any movie from, you know, the 80s or the 70s that had people in futuristic garb, this is what this guy was wearing. So he's in the middle of the street wearing his 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 faux futuristic garb. And because I don't want to run over a human being and be charged with vehicular manslaughter, I stop. So he's just standing there, and at first he's not looking at me. He's just looking down at something in his hands. I don't, I kind of don't know what he was looking at. I was really confused when I first pulled up to him. So he's there just looking at whatever he's looking at. I stop, I just sit there for a minute, and I'm just kind of like, okay, I don't know what this is. Then I, I get a little impatient, you know, a little time goes by, I get impatient, I honk my horn. And he didn't, this man didn't get startled the same way most people get startled when you honk a car horn. There's there's almost a physiological response that most people have even before the response that they have in their head. You, you know, there's just you'll if you honk a horn at someone, they'll just kind of physically jump and look to see what what you're, you know, what you're doing or why you're honking. This guy didn't jump, he didn't flinch, he didn't do anything like that. When I honked the horn, the man 
just glanced up at me. That's when I realized he was wearing sunglasses, which made this even weirder to me. I I mean, there was a whole song in the 80s written about wearing sunglasses at night. It's it's very unnecessary. <laughs> but he was wearing sunglasses. So this guy that's cooler than school in his sunglasses and his uh, pretend future outfit glances up at me. He does the finger guns, so his index finger pointed out with his thumb. <laughs> you guys know finger guns. I don't. Do I have to explain finger guns? I hope not. But he does double finger guns to me. And at this point, I'm kind of laughing because I'm like, wow, this is weird. I guess this guy's on drugs or something. <laughs> But then the weirdest thing in the frickin' world happened, and this guy who was giving me finger guns completely vanished in a flash of light. The flash of light, it was very comparable to other flashes of light that you may have seen in modern movies the weird thing about what I saw was it looked like a film special effect, only I was seeing it in real life. So, again, that's that's just... The skeptic in me doesn't know what he was looking at. It looked like movie special effects. There was a flash of light after the finger guns. And... The man vanished in the middle of the street. And there was a sound. And I'm going to try and do the sound with my mouth. I apologize if the sound that I'm doing isn't accurate. But this is the best way I could do it. And it, I I honestly think it kind of sounded like this. It was like... I'll try and do it again. It was something like that. And the man was gone. Just completely gone. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I remember this like it was yesterday. I said out loud, I need a dash cam. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. But that was the first thought I had. Because I knew my entire life, Whenever something like this happened, I was going to be the guy that had a camera that was going to be like, hey, all right, look, I don't know what happened, but this is what the camera got. I knew I, I knew I would be camera guy my whole life. And to be honest with you, that's kind of why I was hesitant to share this. Hes <laughs> I, I didn't want to let you guys know that I'm not camera guy. <sighs> I did what every single person with one of these stories does. I didn't have a camera at the critical moment. Ah, I can't tell you guys how frustrating that is to me. Ugh, so let me get let me get away from my own frustrations. I'll just kind of continue with the story. 
so he vanished in the middle of the street. That was it. I got out of my car after I said my little dash cam message to myself. And the reason I got out of the car was because I always see and hear these types of stories from people. And they always say, oh, I was just dumbfounded in the moment. I was just stunned. I, you know, I said, no, I'm not going to be that person. So I said, okay, let me get out of my car and let me investigate what's going on. Let me investigate what happened. Let, Let me just look around. One of the thoughts I had was maybe they're filming a movie. <laughs> which which is a crazy thought. Um, because I live in Maple Shade, New Jersey, which is not an area where there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of Hollywood productions going on. But the reason I thought there may have been a movie that was being filmed was because what I saw looked like special effects. Now, it looked like the type of special effects that you can only produce on screen. It didn't look like fireworks or light effects being produced in real life. But it still looked phony enough where I had to say to myself, well, maybe there's a big screen I'm not seeing. I know that... uh, the Mandalorian on Disney Plus utilizes some type of a gigantic screen for some of their backgrounds. So I was like, well, maybe this is just some weird special effect and maybe they're just in Maple Shade, New Jersey right now because it's a low-key filming location. So I, so again, so I got out of my car, not because I thought any of these things were happening. I, I didn't believe them at the time. It seemed weird. It seemed silly, but I was like, you know what? I can't not investigate this and see if that's what it is. I investigate. I, I, you know, I step out of my car. I, I walk into the middle of the street where the man was. There's nothing there. I walked to either side of the road. You know, the curbside to, to, to the road on, on the left and the right, there was nothing there. There were no cameras or projectors or there was nothing. There was nothing. And when I was looking, there was an instinct to keep looking. The reason there was an instinct to keep looking is because I'm a skeptic. So I I I felt like there had to be some type of projector, some type of thing, some device that is showing me the images that I saw. There's no way that this is just some stuff that happened and there's no proof of how it happened. But that's where I was. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It's a weird... It's... 
I saw a man disappear right in front of me. What do I think it was? Was it a ghost? Was it a time traveler? Was it... And what's actually really funny is, speaking of it being a time traveler, (laughs) my last episode was... My last episode of the show was about a time traveler that fascinated me as a young man. And... (laughs) even though uh, I was fascinated by the story of John Titor, if you want to just go into my last episode, um, as as a young man, I I very much kind of wrote it off as a skeptic. And I wrote that episode and produced that episode for you guys as a skeptic. I don't believe John Titor's time travel story. But what I saw... It seemed like a time traveler. That's what it seemed like. So what do I do with that? You know, I I wanted to put this episode out. I wanted to release it. I wanted to say, hey, you know, like I saw this weird thing this one time. It's definitely not something you see every day. But again, the skeptic in me was just like, nah, nah. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't see that. That didn't, that didn't happen. Originally, and 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 I'm, I'm, I'm giving you guys a peek behind the curtain right now and letting you know how the sausage is made. Um, this episode was, or the next episode after the episode where I discussed, uh, John Titor, the time traveler. This episode was going to be an interview with someone that does not believe that COVID-19, the coronavirus, is real. And it was supposed to be just, you know, picking the brain of someone that you might not see or talk to every day, right? That person contracted COVID-19, so I had to change my, my episode around. And part of me saw it as a sign because I was like, I really should acknowledge the person that I saw that I thought was a time traveler, especially considering that I I just discussed time travel. Now, why did I, why do I think that person was a time traveler? I don't know. There's I have no I have no solid concrete reasoning as to why that person in the middle of the road would have been a time traveler as opposed to literally anything else. It just felt time travely to me. I don't know. But it's just weird. I, you know, I'm just wondering if any of you guys have ever seen something out there that you couldn't explain that you didn't really want to believe, you didn't really subscribe to, but you didn't have a better answer for. Because that that's where I am right now. I you know, when I saw this guy, I'm gonna tell you, I don't have any reason why that man was in the middle of the street, why he was wearing 
silvery kind of metallic clothes and sunglasses and disappeared in a flash of light. I, I can't explain any of what I just told you guys. But I can tell you that that's what I saw that day. I also want to just say for the record, because this is something that in research, in researching for this episode, because even though this is a personal account, all of my episodes, they get a fair amount of research because I'm a weirdo perfectionist. Forgive me. <laughs> but um, a lot of people, when they give firsthand accounts of paranormal activity, aliens cryptids any of these these types of weird things one question that's always asked and i think it's a fair question to be honest with you is were you under the influence of any drugs or alcohol or any mind altering substances so before anyone even asks that question i'll say no i was not again i i was on the way to my night job um and when you want to keep a job in this world, you tend not to go under the influence of anything. So I was of sound mind. Um, I wasn't uh, deprived of sleep. That's another thing that people bring up. Um, I, I felt fine. I felt completely fine. But here I was in this situation where... I'm driving down the road, and I see a guy in weird clothes disappear in a flash of light in the middle of the street. It was wild. There's not really much more to the story <laughs> other than that, but... I think this is one episode that I really want some uh, some feedback on. Um, because I, I just, I don't, am I alone here? You know, that, am I alone? <laughs> have, have any of you had experiences like this? I, I, I don't know. Who's to say? Hmm. Well, I mean, that's my story. I, if you don't believe me, that's fine. But, um, I had to share it. I just had to share it. And I hope that in sharing it, I have given some of you, I don't want to say the courage, that sounds a little too, uh, a little too much on my part, but I, I, I hope that in telling a story about myself, I hope I have given some of you the idea to maybe tell stories about yourselves, even if you questioned what happened at the time. I don't know. Just something I'm throwing out there. <sighs> I mean, it's it's hard to say... Well, for me anyway, it's hard to say if my story's real. Did I see something that I 
mistaked for something else? Maybe. Who's to say? <laughs> we'll be back right after this. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by thinking that 2021 would be better than 2020. Come on, fam. Really? If you would like to reach out to us here at the show, you have a lot of methods. You can search us here on anchor.fm and leave a voice message to Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. You can also visit us on Facebook. Uh, you can just search Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. We pop right up. Same thing on YouTube. And on Instagram, we are at Things You Don't See Podcast. Again, that's at things you don't see podcast feel free to drop us a line leave us a message let us know how you feel about the show good bad or indifferent i mean i've been getting a lot of positive feedback throw me a negative message that message might make the show who's to say (laughs) no actually who's to say i'm to say it will make the show you say something negative i'll let your comment rock go for it criticize me tell me i'm doing a bad job (laughs) anyway there's plenty of ways to reach out to us please do i love it when you guys do thank you thank you thank you to everyone who supports and we will see you next time bye-bye